welcome to Bro Taste This. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Bro Taste This, where we break down wine, food, news, and our childhood trauma. I am Juan Legend. Joining me today is Luis motherfucking Pablo and Phil Golden Corral. Join us as we take a look back at 2021. Whether we separately completed our own personal goals, we're going to take a look at some media that we've absorbed throughout the year, whether that be some movies, music, magazines, anime, or books, anything in general. We're going to keep it pretty open-ended and really just elaborate on some of the things we did this year, hobbies, just a whole end-of-the-year recap. My heart rate I couldn't today, explain it better. My heart rate today is 81. <laughs> Thank you, Luis. You needed to know that today. Of course. How has your digestive loud. system been? Digestive system is pretty good these People last few days. It's, yeah, it's, it's been. It's let's, get, let's get an update. Mm-hmm. So uh, when this comes out on Sunday, January 2nd. I feel like this thing's going to pop. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Kurt Cobain did himself. We will have. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to drink champagne. We will have already uploaded our trip to Geneva Inn. So that'll be up. Ooh, I'm working hard on that. Beautiful. Um, wow. So, can we, can we talk about that for a little bit? Uh, yeah, we should talk about that first. But yeah. what I wanted to say, because you're talking about digestion, is that night I ate a bunch of cheese and a bunch of stuff that usually hurts me. But I was like, fuck it. For the video, I'll go home. I'll deal with the repercussions. For now, this God amazing bless. food. Let's just deal with it, right? Yeah. And then after, YOLO, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck it. Well, I'll just deal with it. And yeah, man, it was pretty good. Like, overall, the food that I ate was fine, and nothing really hurt my stomach, so it's been good. Damn, lucky. Cross our fingers. And yeah, good but job. looking back now, was it worth it? I mean, it didn't. Seem I like haven't you had any issues. Then. What I've noticed is that lactate is my best friend. In apple cider vinegar, Ooh. I've been drinking like crazy. Wow. Like I used to do oh, that God. when I was like twenty and twenty-one. Yeah, I would really drink it twice a day. There's like, some good benefits to apple cider vinegar. Morning and night. And yeah. so I've been doing that again lately, like morning and night. Mm-hmm. Just take, What was like the reason you started doing that? Just because I heard it was good for you. What mm-hmm. was like the benefit that attracted um, you the most? It was it just digesting. Like yeah. that's the big thing. Like it just helps with digestion. So I'm like, fuck it. If that's one of the, the benefits, that's literally the thing I suffer from the most. Yeah. I would just deal with it and like take a shot of it. And people like mix it with um, lemonade. That can be really yeah. helpful. But I'm like, nah. Fuck it. No, yeah. exactly. I'm not a pussy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, anybody can like, especially... Anybody who treats alcohol as recreationally as we do <laughs> should be able to shoot <laughs> a shot, you know, of, a shot of something. Yeah, That would go yeah. with most of the things I eat and drink for health benefits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't care what it tastes like. Just put it in my mouth. Especially, yeah. Oh. You ever had a fish oil pill? Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I've had, oh, I've had so burpy. fish oil oil. Like, I've yeah. had the actual I, fish oil. I used Ooh. to take spoonfuls of cod yeah. liver oil. And concentrate right there. Dude, I mean, it makes... Shout out Tim Ferriss. Yeah, <laughs> shout out Tim Ferriss. Great podcast. Everybody go listen to I Tim Ferriss. I love that guy. Good old um, Tim Ferriss. He's but like a good. Silicon Valley Rogan. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He's like Rogan's like little brother who had a... Who's a little bit more serious and yeah. didn't go the conspiracy route. Right. And was like, you know what, man? He's got the drive. Yeah. <laughs> and literally, I think he he was a big time investor in a few little things. No, he's he's the best. Tim Ferriss? Yeah. Related to Anna Ferris, the the actress, play? yes, yeah. of course. 
I think they're brother. And I sister. don't know who Tim Ferriss is. Uh, he's a uh, Juan. I mean, Juan could probably give a better. Yeah, just look. Look, I was Sam Harris. Like, I know Sam Harris. Another he's podcast. Tim Ferriss <laughs> yes. is like. Uh, Go listen to him too. <laughs> he's literally the same person as Joe Rogan, but like Silicon Valley version. Old um, tech wise, or what do you mean with Silicon he, Valley? He's just more cleaned up. Um, he doesn't deal with like the conspiracy stuff nearly as much. Or, yeah. Like, or he, and he more and, pen and paper than outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he wrote a bunch of books though. Um, he has a great four hour for work four week. hour work week. Yeah. yeah, where he would like advise people to hire a bunch of people in the Philippines. To do their job, exploit them for yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Like, so I'll source your work. More pen <laughs> yeah. and paper. You'd be like, yeah. yeah, start a graphic design company and then hire a bunch of Filipino people to do the job for you. But then you get to take all the, yeah. You get a labor cost somewhere. But yeah, it, it, he, has, he has a good podcast though, right? Guys? Yeah, he has a really good podcast. <laughs> Step one to any right good po- business. Yeah. Um, Cut labor costs. Yeah. Do you want to talk about our trip to Geneva? In? I just. I don't want to elaborate too much, but I just want to get, like, your guys' overall opinions now that, like, we've, like, thought about the night and stuff. But before we do that, let me open the wine. Yeah, Happy New Year's. Yeah, Happy New Year's, guys. We have this Shandon. Tell us what we're celebrating with. Happy New Year's. Well, I'll let you open this, but, yeah. Uh, This is La Victoria Buena Vista. And when people drink champagne, what sometimes they'll be drinking is, like, a brute, which is in champagne. What about Kendall Jackson? Is that... Champagne, or is that the other stuff? It's white wine, I believe. White wine. K- <laughs> that's, that's, Good old KJ. And Chardonnay. What's the difference between Kendall Chardonnay and, Chardonnay and Champagne? They both There's a the lot. There's, There's a big difference. differences. So well, cha- Champagne should be essentially like a sparkling wine. The way sparkling water is carbonated water, mm-hmm. like an actual Champagne should be like a sparkling wine. So you should get a lot of those same notes that you get with like a, sh- like a dry white. Um, you do usually get those. Like sometimes people have Prosecco, which isn't a champagne. Um, and same with like these other, especially the, the bubblies that people use for like mimosas in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Not a champagne. Not a champagne. No. But honestly though, I'm not hating. If you're a mimosa lover, you don't need champagne. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, you don't because like you're just covering it up with sugar anyways. Yeah, like, exactly. It's totally fine. Like if anything, find so mimosa the cheaper version. If you're a mimosa fan out there, so this is. Uh, shout out, look for Spanish cava. Bello. Look for that and make make yes. your uh, mimosas with that. One, it's it's literally like Prosecco was yeah. like 15 years ago before, you know, everybody got a little bit more trendy. Um, and yeah, you can still get like an incredible bottle for like $10 and yeah. make mimosas with that. Juan is also going to show you how to open champagne so that people don't blow their eye out. That's right. I already took off the cage. The here. cage is sometimes the hardest. It's on the table under your notes. Okay. Sometimes the cage can be also difficult. Yeah. But what you want yeah, to do is... The foil and the cage have already come off. You always want to make sure you have your thumb get on it. For the yeah. No, and he's going to show exactly. you how to was, open it. Thank you for reminding me. Well, don't open it next to me. Big, no, 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 you're fine. It's not even going to make a pop. That's how good Juan is. Um, yeah, so you, you put your your um, rag over that or a napkin, preferably, and you just start twisting slowly. Are really you twisting slowly. the cork or the bottle? I am twisting the the bottle myself, and I'm just kind of holding it. Oh, my it God, what the hell? And it, letting it slowly kind of peer out just so that there's no oh, mishaps. There's a, what, before you do that, there's a little... A little, a little. Ooh, look at that. Are we? Are we what, still do that recording? We like, we're recording video? this whole time. Oh yeah, all three. We're, of those. we're gonna have to delete all everything because ice is flinched. You're fine. I was scared. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You're fine. I'm just kidding. They're gonna blackmail me with that. Yeah. Look at this guy. He screams at high school students, but he flinches at wine bottles. You scream at high school students? Tell them, tell them to stand up. Turn to the national anthem. What the hell? Don't you? What's wrong with that? Yeah, exactly. Nowadays? There's this uh, barbecue place in Kenosha. Oh. It's called uh, Mission Barbecue, and it's like really army themed. And every day at <laughs> say no more, say no <laughs> every more. Every day at noon, they play the national anthem. That's so cringe. Does yeah. it, does, does cringe. And everybody stands up, and there's a giant flag in the restaurant. Everybody stands up. This is oh really cringeworthy. Dude. I'm about to shed a tear. That sounds beautiful. Yo, that's some like... Dude, it's pretty uncomfortable. That's some shit that you would see in a movie. Oh, hell? That it's, like, they would be... That's like a commentary on like... Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing over rising there, nationalism in the country. Oh, I thought we were talking about patriot. I, I heard patriotism. I heard the national <laughs> yeah, anthem. Cheers, Papa. I cheers. heard High Noon. Ooh. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. A little bit of Oh Man, I can feel the bubbles sneaking into my mouth before I even get it in there. God. It smells really good. Damn. This, this is, is delicious. Here, let's put the bottle in the center. So that the, the viewers can... Or actually, just turn it to the... Yeah, exactly. There you go. Beautiful. Uh, man, this is so good. This is really good. Wow. This, a, is, this a little... is the best champagne I've had. Yeah? And it, yeah. And it will be. I, I agree, actually. Usually I wow. don't like champagne that much. It's a little bit, like, bready and yeasty. Mm. Like, even, like, the champagne champagne? Like no, I, champagne? I probably never, like, or I probably tried, like, like brew champagne yeah. here or there. But normally it's that Domaine Chandon. Is that what that's yeah. called? The name of that California brute. Or Corbel. Corbel brutes are really yeah, good. Yeah. Um, that's a I've had one. that one. And uh, I'm pretty sure Chandon as well. Chandon's another brew. Yeah. yeah. And, they have and they're weddings? just very bready, very like yeasty, yeah, no, almost terrible. like beer-like. Mm -hmm. Would it be a good occasion for this? Like a good quinceada? I would recommend this for a toast for New Year's. A celebration. Celebration, like a story, baby. You know, a special celebration. Occasion. Oh, hell yeah. Maybe, you know. You got a raise, you got a promotion. Yeah, you pop open one of these bags. Yeah, I might have to buy this for tomorrow, for the this New Year's. So this is actually a great suggestion. If for this her. was flat, you would think it's wine. Yeah, like yeah. without the bubbles, and yeah. that's what it's like. That's the what key makes to, it good. Yeah, exactly. Like that's what makes a good champagne is that the fact that it looks like wine already, so you're just having a little bit of the bubble. Yeah, bit. like the bubbles a aren't the masking bubbling. a bad yeah. white wine exactly. here; they're just elevating it. To me, I'm tasting a lot of like green apple. I don't know about you guys. Oh, that's a good way. Like a good, a good nice cider. Like, like I just mm -hmm. bit into a, a bubbly Smith. cider. Like, like biting into a crunchy, oh, juicy. But more. you're right. Mm -hmm. It does have some cider, like, a couple of sweetness in there. A little cider taste in there? Wow. Cider's for the boys. All right, man. Pull, Since the, pull the wine back, please. No, no, I mean, no, like, the, the bottle. bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the bottle. bottle. Beautiful. Perfect. That Dude, tell perfect. us a little bit about the wine you got us, man. Yeah, so this is, uh, I was cruising down the aisles of uh, um, our P Frank's Piggly Wiggly, and I was specifically looking for an actual champagne. You know, like we mentioned, it's it's only considered champagne when it's come from directly Champagne, France. Okay. And so there's this uh, three that were, you know, actual champagnes. And, like, I've tried Veuve Clicquot, which is, like, the like the big yeah. go-to. Yeah, it's known. It's, like, the trendy brand. Right. As, it's, like, as oh. Like, 
oh, you you got some money to blow? Like, oh, buy a bottle of Vuv. Which is, uh, Vuv is good, but, like, Vuv. I would put this up there with it, and it's, like, half the price. Yeah. So, no, I mean, it's really good. Um, it's from Buena Vista uh, province, I believe. That's the name of the wine and everything. So, uh-huh. and it's really good, man. I love champagne. I love the bubbles. I love that it's, like, um, a different kind of white wine, even though it's not. And so this one here is... Definitely, definitely this one because like I, compared to other champagnes, I wouldn't be throwing that. I would, I can throw this down, dude. You can pop this and mm-hmm. drink with it, and that's kind of the dangerous thing about champagne too. Is like you kind of got to be careful. It's, like it's so good and so easy to drink that like a bottle later, and it's just as con- I mean, it's like what fourteen percent alcohol in there. Ooh. Yeah, dude, it's it's, it's a little bit more on the upper end, right? Yeah, yeah it's champagne. A, oh, it's twelve, twelve percent, twelve for a white wine. That's a, a hearty percentage. Party yeah. percentage for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's high, but it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, I, I couldn't delicious. Um, Good with, celebration wine. Yeah, and we are celebrating oh. the end of 2021. Shit, excuse me. <laughs> Overall, how'd you guys feel about this year? Wow, it went by fast. Yeah, dude, I, it flew I by. blinked and I feel like it literally yeah. ended. But that there was what a, a lot crazy of year. things that happened this year. So I mean, whenever things are happening all the time, you know, it just time yeah. seems to go by a little bit faster. Exactly. No, I'd agree with that. I'm still suffering from uh, post-Donda uh, uh, depression. Yeah, dude, I mean, mm. great album. Let's just get that out there. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll talk about I mean, music it, it, and everything. It, it, that seems like so far long ago, though. Yeah, and it, it was in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. No, it, was, no it wasn't. It no, wasn't. Say, Donda it was kept like getting delayed. Yeah. It was. It came yeah. out in October after I was going to say, it felt like a fall month. It came out yeah. in October. Exactly. Yeah, it did. It did. Let's just go into it. You want to get into it? it now? All right. Let's, yeah. yeah, let's just open the whole... Fuck like, it. Let's, let's talk about... Uh, bus open the vault? Yeah. Not, not like the... Let's, b- let's establish this. Donda versus CLB. Go. Thoughts? I thought Ooh. Certified Loverboy was a good album. Yes. However... What was your like short analysis of that? It was just another Drake album. Like, there wasn't exactly anything special about it. That's the exactly certified Loverboy, CLB. Yeah. Certified Loverboy was oh, like okay. it oh, felt okay. like Drake playing it a little safe, but like also hitting the notes that you kind of want Drake to hit. It wasn't any different than any. I'm pulling up the poll from what uh, we pulled up a poll on Facebook and Instagram, and I want to see what some other people said. Um, but overall, like, I mean, we've waited so long for a new Kanye album. Like, Life of Pablo was great. Kids see Ghost and Ye was good. Mm-hmm. But, like, we, we kind of, we needed, like, a resurrection of it. Yeah. Especially, you know, he broke up with, or they split up with Kim and Kanye. So, you were really like, damn, this next one's about to be. Oh, yeah. Heartbreak yeah. always makes good art. Oh, for sure. Especially because Yeezus was produced by Rick Rubin. I don't know if you guys know who Rick Rubin is. The guy that won American Idol. I don't. Go on, though. That's what, that's I, Dave, I, I'm confusing with Dave Rubin. Okay. <laughs> Rick he's, Rubin. He's, he's the one uh, American Idol winner, oh, Dave okay. Rubin. He's a he's a big big black guy. Seems good. <laughs> oh, dude, I know a different Dave Rubin. He's way lamer than that one. Uh, Wait, am I getting his name wrong? Are you thinking about the Republican one? Yeah, I'm talking <laughs> that's about that's the like other. The, that's the other the Ben guy. Shapiro wannabe who's like too dumb to be Ben Shapiro. He's not a certified lover boy. No, that guy's a. Speaking of Ben Shapiro's and, and that side of the argument, um, do you guys see why? Uh, we'll, we'll just move on this real quick. We're not even gonna talk about it. But uh, Crowder, what he got canceled for recently? Louder with Crowder, bro. That guy's always trying for? to get canceled. Like, no, the most recent time was obnoxious. Him and his co-host were doing like the most. They've been getting pretty racist, right? They were doing this like Asian stereotype, 
and like buck teeth. Yeah, and, oh. dude, it was bad. Yeah, they've been on like, YouTube. They've been like they've been oh. going up to like the edge of essentially putting on blackface. And dude, like, it was bad. They had a gong and everything. It was really, really bad. Who and was I, the guest? It was this is a no the the host like Crowder and yeah. like his guest host mm-hmm. like the guy he always has on. It was dude. It was bad. dude. I saw a different clip really where bad. he was talking about. Um, just like black people in general went to, into like a, a a black voice, yeah. And then his co-hosts like saw him, and it was like a really cringe moment where even like his like own person who works for him would just like look down and just yeah. like, looked away. <laughs> Nobody was laughing. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. He gets- he's been. I I, I kind of think that a lot of those characters though like doing that. So that they can oh, look at these grow liberals. off the publicity yeah. of, like, yeah, yeah. Getting, look at these liberals. Yeah. yeah, here we are talking about this. There's going to yeah, be people looking up this. Yeah. And we're all libtards here, too. The Asian cessation. That is uh, I'm not a David Rubin. I'm not like you, too. All right. Trump 2024. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Certified Loverboard was okay. Looking at our poll here. Mm-hmm. What did the people say? Uh, the people said... This is a very accurate poll. Uh, this is, like... Nate Silverwood... Approve of this poll. <laughs> Who's Nate Silver? Oh my God! Our poll actually had certified that, lover boy. The dude who founded Five Thirty Eight. That's bullshit. Oh, I thought that was the guy that got hit by Jake Paul. Or no, like people said uh, Five Thirty Eight. Certified lover boy in our poll actually did better than uh, Donda. Donda, of course. Yeah. Donda, Donda was like Christian rap. Yeah, praise the Lord. Yeah, it was kind of. Uh, I don't know. I I I personally love like all the. Um, churchy type influences that Kanye West has used throughout like his albums, I love them. Like, yeah. Specifically, uh, Jesus. Yeah, um, Father, take my hand. How he had Father, stretch out my hands. Yeah, how he had samples of that Sh- Chicago Reverend, mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. it was fucking great and powerful. It, yeah, yeah, there's just a lot of sampling where Kanye is really playful like that, and. But this album was too much. Like, see, if, the, if, the, if, the if issue with like CLB for me though, like a midlife crisis. See, like I'm always is. about <laughs> separating the artist from the art and whatnot. Yeah. But if like, didn't he get in trouble for texting that Stranger Things girl, Drake, certified lover boy, more well, like certified yes. teenage boy? Yeah. That's what that guy's into. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I mean, d- and Kanye West is crazy, but he's not texting thirteen year olds. Right. I mean, he's kind of like grooming Millie Brown. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty bad. Let's give it a year, doggy. Jeez. Yeah, bro, it's like, uh, looks pretty weird. Wait, yeah. he's still been not doing that? Like, well, no, 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 I remember no, no, no. hearing about this a while ago. It has it hasn't been it hasn't been progressing? But, oh, okay. No, but it was just the fact weird. that it happened at all. Yeah. I mean, that's fucking. Uh, yeah, it became a news thing and like, a little gross. I, well, friends. I agree with you guys though. Yeah, what like what was the evidence that came out? Cause like a dude like Drake. Uh, well, gets, she, she's like, oh yeah, I love Drake. We, Drake, we text all the time. We're like, oh, that is really weird. What kind like, of? Yeah, she said that like in an interview or something. Like, what you text Drake for all Drake's the time? sake? <laughs> I hope that that was just like a teenager like making that a bigger deal than it really was. But I mean, if you if you look at the history of it too, yeah. he's been known to do this. Like he is hits right? up on Instagram. Like, damn, she's sixteen. I mean, dude, two his, years later, they're like, is that Whoa. all right? Yeah, dude. I mean, look at his baby mama. What is she graduating I, high I'm school? Not right familiar. Now? Tell me. You haven't seen his baby mama? No. What is she? Nineteen? I mean, 18? I just know about the porn star one. Well, no, he, he. I mean, he had a baby mama who like wasn't. I mean, you know, to just say it, man. The listeners don't know. They're all like me. It. It. it she. He could have done better. You know what I mean? To have a baby mama, like he could have done better. Uh, See, those okay, are the okay. people. Those are the people we got to look out about. You know what I mean? Like not to be disrespectful yeah. or anything, but like mm-hmm. this is Drake. 
You know, yeah, like, it's Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. you know when he says like, "I'll be running through the six. Yeah. I mean, the only six he's running with is his baby mama, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn. And not to be disrespectful, but like, let's be honest. And so, Nicole. you know. But no, right. for real though. I mean, like, if just off of that, I have to go with Don. But if yeah, you know. exactly. What? We're just going based off of that. Mm-hmm. What do the you fact mean? That, uh, <laughs> oh, Kaiwa doesn't text you. Okay, okay. I guess I guess for like a principled reason, you're going with Don. Um, but you're I mean, not saying the art is better. Yeah, but no, 100 percent is better. Uh, another album that did get a lot of uh, critical attention was uh, "Call Me If You Get Lost" by Tyler the Creator, which I don't know I how much you lot, guys right? like Tyler the Creator, but. I love Tyler. Yeah, ear, earquake. I keep saying that wrong. Earthquake. 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 You made my earthquake. Mm-hmm. Um, dude, that earthquake. That, that, that was a couple BET. years ago. That was fire. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Dude, when he did that uh, BET performance where he combined earthquake and one other song on his oh, album. Oh, he had uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. So great, dude. He had those uh, that old that old band come out. Those guys. Those, yeah. Oh, Boys to Men. Yeah. Boys to Men come out. Yeah. And like oh, sing yeah. with him and like sing the song. Dude, it was that's, amazing. That performance. Yeah. Oh man, I love it. That's another great. That I mean, that did get a lot of attention because it ended up. Man. Beating out DJ Cali to the number one spot, which like he ended up talking about, like you know, clearly Cali took an ego hit because he's his. You talking about Khaled? No, I'm talking about Tyler the Creator. No, but you said DJ Cali. Yeah, like Cali, California. Or, no, K no, DJ Khaled. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay, because okay, that. I even the yeah. one chick Cali. Yeah, I couldn't tell if you were oh, saying Cali Uchi. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was. I Although she's yeah. got a couple of good songs. Oh yeah, but and they bro, sing together too. Nothing compared Ooh. to you like Cali Uchi's. Cali Uchi's is. She's awesome, bro. I love her. Yeah? For real. No joke. No joke. Not even trying to play anything for the room here or anything. Yeah. Like, I liked her collabs with Tyler, and she had a few uh, songs where they were pretty good on their own. And yeah. even then, like, the Spanish album, I was surprised that, like, um, she had that one song on there that was just everywhere, dude. Like, well, she- uh, tu sueños or something like I'm that. Sure. Or, That's Spanish? Yeah. Kelly she she about a Spanish Sp- song. She goes, Despacito. No, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she was on the remix. Nah, Kelly, she, she's had like <laughs> a whole like Spanglish album, and and one of those songs was just like everywhere. I can't remember which one. But I mean, she's big on TikTok too, and that's like what you need to do now for yeah. these artists. Like, they need to be big on TikTok. Speaking of TikTok, uh, you can go sponsor us at not sponsor. Follow, follow us. us. There we go. Yeah, follow and, us on uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. Are we on TikTok? We are on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. Damn, I'm gonna follow us on TikTok. Oh yeah, I really like to party. You can follow us and Kelly really like your body. So, like, what was your thoughts on this Tyler album? Oh, it was great, man. Another great was... album by another great artist. Another um, banger. Dude, I mean, Tyler's Give just us so a rating, good, bro. Man. One through five, dude, one I mean, through ten. I, I like a lot of his early stuff, so it's tough to be like... Yeah. You know, now a he's A little very, bit biased yeah, kind of exactly. a thing, or like, like, do you hold him a higher dude, standard, or like, what do you mean I, Of course. Like, anything he puts out, I'm going to listen to, just yeah. because he was like such a big influence in my, like, teenage years. That's how I felt about Kanye, but that's also why I was disappointed by Kanye. Dude, Yonkers. Come on, dude. Yonkers is great. Dude, I thought... I he thought came his head with a... No, his last album, the one Earthquake, Earthquake. was on. Yeah. Earthquake. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the name of the album? It's called Igor. Yes, Igor. Igor is his best album. I was kind of disappointed by this one. Wolf is. Nah, I like Igor. You gotta listen to the Wolf. I, li- I don't know. I like I like when those artists like do the genre bending shit. Yeah, when you no, can't, sure. I understand when that. when they yeah. they're like working with oh, all yeah. these influences and they're just like throwing everything. Igor in the pot. was fucking fantastic, dude. It had like some rock type like feels to it. It had like some different mm-hmm. dream wave type feels. It, it was song? like all over the place, like, but ah, 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 ah. 
<laughs> Dude, there was there, that's all. there was a lot was like of weird them. shit. Even, like Tyler will make you listen to the weird shit, bro. Like, like oh, he's so sure. good that like he'll be like, "Am I really listening to this?" No, you'll like fantastic. find yourself and yeah. suddenly you're into it. It's yeah. I mean, what he's been able to transition out of like that. I mean, he was literally talking about his early stuff. He's not very proud of anymore, but he talks about like. He, that he would literally draw swastikas on girls and like smack them around and like you know a lot of taboo stuff in his early stuff that he's not proud of anymore. The fact that he <laughs> I never picked stuff. up on that. Oh, you didn't, stuff. I didn't pick Dude, up I on the drawing swastikas. Big, I was a big Odd Future fan, and like his early stuff was like super gnarly and dark and twisted and like rebellious, um, and that whole like Odd Future movement was. And now that he's been able to transition out of that to be like, no man, like. I'll, he samples jazz and he's yeah. like he's able to work on all this stuff and like I like Igor and Flower Child more than anything else. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think it's for that reason because he like finally became like a full fledged artist. He like fully full fledged artist yeah. rather than a rapper. Yeah, know? exactly. He like, like he, evol- it's almost like going from Pikachu to Raichu. You know, like Squirtle. Squirtle to one. Blastoise. Not yeah, even Squirtle not to even Blastoise. Squirtle. He skipped the middle, po- middle part, bro. Uh, He's an artist. Yeah, exactly. He dated, uh, what's his face? Jaden Smith. Uh, right? He <laughs> like dated Will's son? Yeah. For real? You guys, they're no, really yeah. good friends. Did he say I love him and all this he stuff? He said, yeah. And then, like, they like, Tyler has come out of the closet. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I was leaving trail, I was leaving trail mix for you everywhere. I was gonna say, that's what I've been saying for years. I yeah. was listening to Igor and saying that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Did he do that before though? I'm sure he, he did. He did it, I, I think, did. right before Flower Child, right? Because Flower Child, I think so. It's, it's Sounds kind of, like it's an kind of old news now. It's like yeah, what, it's, 20, it is old news. 2017, 2018. Yeah, it's old news, bro. Yeah. yeah, I know, but like, I don't, I don't keep up with like the. So you still, you still, you still over there, you know, Trump 20. 2020 yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah. waving my 2020 Trump flag, you know. <laughs> it's Biden time, though. Let's talk about the the songs that we enjoyed the most, though, and we'll kind of transition out of the music in general. But uh, what were some of your guys' favorite songs specifically of 2021? Yeah, I'm looking at you, Phil. Ooh, la, 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 la. I've been messing around with this uh, 99 Neighbors. Have you yeah. heard of that? No. No? You heard of Yeah, I, I listened to it on the way here. Hell yeah. No, they came out with this song. It's like uh, White Boy California rap. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like Mac yeah. DeMarco, kind of uh, oh, like yeah, that, no, like, yeah. that rap, that, like, vibes. It's, yeah, it's, it's I hate definitely word like, vibe. A, like a hipster who likes to smoke a lot and, like, surf. Yeah. Like, like smokes a lot of cigarettes. I think the album's called uh, Wherever You're Going, I Hope It's Great, or something like that. Yeah. Okay. There's so a good he, sound to it. Yeah. I, we were exchanging music on the way here, just like. But that song specifically? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean,. Uh, for 2021, but if we're going for a song specifically in yeah, general, let's talk about one song, one specific song. Doggy, Dragula by Rob Zombie. Dragula, Dragula. Okay, I'll take that. What would you say the the vibe has to be for the song? Uh, I mean, it's Rob post-apocalyptic. Zombie. I was gonna say Rob Zombie. I, th- I think the chorus <laughs> is uh, I uh, I dig through the ditches, I burn through the witches. That slam in the back of my Dragula. Okay. You never heard it? No. Oh my. I'll have to check it out. It gets the people going. What about uh, Juan Mozier, uh, Song of the Year? Dude, my Song of the Year. Um, I'm going to go contemporary because I didn't listen to that many new albums this year. No, that's fine. But what was your song? What was your Song of the Year? 
Are you, oh, okay. Are we, are we going by, by analytics, like our no, YouTube and stuff? No, it doesn't have to be Because by yeah. YouTube, it's yeah, no Dirty doubt. Work by Steely Dan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please tell us about that one, because I love, I love your story about that one. So, like, every day before work, I uh, would always play. You know, have you ever heard of Dirty no. Work? It's a good song. Oh, Maroon. Jesus Christ. It's, it's a popular, it's a good song. Yeah. You know, if you, whatever you got to do, big. Uh, There's a little bit of a Jimmy or, Buffett vibe. Yeah. Just a little bit. Jimmy Buffett? It just has a little bit of that, like, feel good Margaritaville vibe. A little bit. Not that much, though. So. Oh, I mean, a little bit of the just feel good. Just a dash. Good. Just a dash. It's, you know. It just has that little, like, feel good, like, kind of. It's a thing. love song, I think. Yeah. A love song for the capitalistic uh, work environment. There you go. I'm a fool to do your dirty work. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do your dirty work. Oh, no. So Come you, on, you listen to this song before the before, before going to work, to work? Driving to work? Yeah. Every day? Every day for a period. To, like, the point, to the point where like I kind of forgot about it. Because after I got tired of that, I got into the... I always go back to this, like a Godfather theme. Like yeah. I love music, yeah, some classical uh, composers, Hans okay. Zimmer and stuff yeah. like that. Because, you know, I'm the actor of my movie. My life is a movie. Exactly. So might as well have the score playing. <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. The two biggest songs of the year for me, and I'm just going to give two because like, I feel like it's just Contemporary and whatever you know? your, your yeah. analytics say. Um the the song and album that I listened to on repeat the most was by far like After Hours by the weekend. Um, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Like it, it took up like five out of my top ten songs. And like I could literally just press play and yeah. and go like not skip a single one. What a good year for that. Yeah, because you really you really discovered the weekend this year, huh? Yeah, yeah, big time. And and the songs, um, but like the number one song though, I thought it was gonna be a weekend song. Yeah. I was super surprised. But then like looking back, I shouldn't have been, because this song was like, it just like wrapped me up in like a, a blanket of happiness and like feel good. But mm-hmm. it's this like EDM like head boppy song, called On Hold, um, by the artist The XX, and it's specifically because it's very different. From their original, yeah, the Jamie XX remix. Okay, Ooh. so it's on hold Jamie XX remix. The extra and it's extra this, large remix. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Sitting in that like uh, forbidden section of Pornhub. Exactly. Oh. So you gotta you're, you're on the fifteenth page. Yeah, you're that's, scrolling. That's when you've already inserted your credit card a few pa- a few times. Thank God I haven't done that. Amex only allowed. <laughs> Point is. Uh, this this song I discovered though when I was going through my like house EDM phase in this yeah. year because house. I I was in charge of selecting the music for for the bar I worked at for the short time mm-hmm. so I just needed to like round out that taste you know I needed to know which directions to go in and things like that get that feeling vibe going yeah so I I discovered like a few little or uh, artists like Fisher um, I really like that guy yeah uh, Fisher's great yeah. Um, Fisher Price. What about Chris? Well, L- Fisher Price. <laughs> what about Chris Lake? Any Chris Lake? I ha- I didn't run into him, oh, but I might very like similar. him. I might like him. Yeah, Is I he liked like Morgan him Whalen? and the XX. Or who's Chris Lake? And, and that Completely particular different. song, and it it was just dude, super head boppy, like very happy. It has yeah. minimal lyrics, just like a few here and there, but it's just feels like you're you turn it on and it's the middle of the night and the sun's down you're just in the car kind of makes you feel like you're in fucking space you know just like one of those songs that transports you that's more of a feeling than a song coasting 
And I kind of learned to enjoy that about music this year, actually. Like, stop just enjoy it. Just enjoy, like, the feeling it almost, like, puts in your body rather than, like, yeah. the sound that, like, the person is singing. Instead of getting, like, worked up on it. Yeah. yeah I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And that's actually, uh, that particular reason is why I enjoyed After Hours so much. Because I felt like After Hours had, like, this really psychedelic dream wave thing going mm-hmm. on. Um, but it also had like a futuristic sound, uh, and that's like, the weekend album, right? After yeah. yeah. Wait, and it. it well, I don't even, I don't I don't even think it came out this year. It came out in twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. Well, I believe that um, he has worked with, uh, or they've worked with Daft Punk in the past. He has worked with Daft Punk in the yeah, past. Yeah, it felt like this whole album was inspired by that. Uh, like, the ooh. Starboy album is when he worked with yeah. Daft Punk. Yeah, it, that's why I was surprised because I, I started like looking into them whether they collabed on this album. Mm-hmm. He's a star boy. I couldn't find that that they did. Did he? But it seemed like he was like he, like heavily influenced by that Daft Punk like sound. I think even maybe Gasalfelstein might have uh, collaborated on After Hours, but I'm yeah, not that's really sure. Good, yeah, because Gasalfelstein, G E S or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's fantastic. I'm, not, I ha- I'm gonna have to check it out. If you're, he has, oh, a, yeah, he has if you're a into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I liked very, about this like, album. Good bar space, yeah. like amazing, that, like, like space influence, dream exactly. Wave psychedelic. No, it's amazing. Um, let's transition out of music and talk about TV movies. Yeah, let's talk about TV movies, man. Because like TV, like TV theme movies or TV and Both, movies? Both, like TV and movies. Or like TV shows, like TV Hallmark, shows, Lifetime. TV shows, TV movies. Shows that were big for you this year. Yeah. What did What did you What was your show the year? As oh, it has to be Squid Games. I think no matter what. It yeah, has to be, I mean, it has that, to be. That show took over the world. Damn, Dude, I enjoyed it so much more. I look, because I... You know what? This year, Loki. I'm willing to bat your, your Squid Games with Loki. I was just say, the the shows that I felt like had a lot of cultural influence, because you know when Mandalorian first came out, everybody was talking about Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, the Baby Yoda. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this year... Guru? It was De- Groju. It was definitely like Squid Game and Loki. Like those two shows like yeah, that was very had a cultural like movement through yeah. Loki because, you know, Tom Hiddleston is like such a good oh, yeah. actor as Loki. And just, you know, it's Marvel Universe, so it's always going to do well. But then Squid Game, I mean, it's just fantastic. I mean, Dude, I was going to say, I read actually mm. um, a incredible piece on, on Squid Games in general about how all these things that went totally over my head and that I'm completely disappointed in because I should know more about. Yeah, but as a all, leftist yeah, anarchist. Yeah, essentially. But uh, the show was a huge freaking, like, they were all, it was just filled with all these references to the Korean War, which, you know, we really? had to do with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the where um, one all of the games that they play were developed out of paper because they had nothing else to play with during the Korean War, and they were Korean War era games, like specifically the one where they gamble or whatever. Where they're trying to smack the paper to flip over. Yes, that was a a a game that was created during that war mm-hmm. because they didn't have that many things to create toys out of, so they literally had to invent games like that. Wow. Um, and one of the games was called Octopus. Um, where it, it which is kind of the name where the name squid game comes from because uh the way that they play the game they would have a, a team or a, a person try to separate the octopus from the tentacles yeah. and that was the objective of the game i couldn't really tell you who did what or what did what um but that was essentially a reference to like 
American intelligence in the region because uh, people said that it felt like an octopus was here because they're everywhere. Because, like, you couldn't talk to, like, your... Uh, you, you couldn't be honest with anybody about anything. because they very might just, interesting. They might just report you, and you'll disappear one day because you Damn. were, like, a teacher who was trying to organize for any certain reason. And all of these things completely went over, our like, our head and my head. Yeah. Also, another thing, um, the mom lives in the ghetto, and, like, that ghetto was a bomb uh, shelter. Like all, like all these, oh. they were a bomb shelter, and like, yeah. and we're just over here, like, oh well, I guess that's where she lives, you yeah. know, like it and is. Dad, what it didn't is. think too much of it, but yeah, there's all like there's all these references to the, like American imperialism without within that show mm-hmm. that it's almost like deems like you have to watch it a second time and kind of yeah. keep an eye out for it. It keeps the viewers coming back for something more. See that that's yeah. very smart. I would have never even come up with like. Those yeah. red light, green light game or the gambling paper game. I know some of those games are like kid games still, but mm-hmm. it does make sense that, you know, people in war are going to you know, play those games. But uh, Loki, you said uh, you would fight with lo- <laughs> tooth and nail. Yes. No, Loki's is... Like we mentioned before, Thomas... What's his name? Tom Mitchell. Hiddleston. Tom H- Thomas Hiddleston. No matter what he... he Did you say he, Thomas Edison? Dude, this guy is so Thomas great with He's awesome. I love that. Th- Thomas... H- Hiddleston. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. his name. That's uh-huh. his name. Uh, that's what you just have to do. <laughs> yep. That's he, he's a good actor. No, it's just the fact that whatever he's in, you he's can, very like he, he, he elevates be what he's in. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. He definitely elevates whatever he's in. And know. then just going off the the success of the Marvel movies and like it's a refresher to watch something that's not a big budget movie. It's a big budget show, right? And you got Owen Wilson in there too. Yeah, Owen of... Wilson was so good in it. Whoa. Wait, Owen Wilson was in Loki? Yeah. God and damn it, I'm fucking disappointed with It's a though. good show. Good show. Owen but, Wilson but, but, hasn't been in something in a while, so... Plus, or it feels uh, like in something visually speaking, it's really yeah. pretty. Hope. Really, it's really pretty. The, it's the a show very Loki. beautifully shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Marvel. So, is that yeah, because that's what Marvel like, does. The, uh, the universe that Loki lives in, sort of thing. Or yeah. Like, so I mean, without what spoiling, makes it pretty? without spoiling anything, um, at in the very last Avengers movie, Avengers Endgame, he ends up getting control of the Tesseract back in time, so ends up making a riff. So Loki is now transported to um, Valhalla or their, no their purgatory. Sort of thing. Best way to explain right. it, right? Essentially, this purgatory. He doesn't know whether he's dead or alive, and what he is, he's kind of in between. He's like within the timeline, mm-hmm. and he ends up finding different versions of himself. And I don't want to say conspiracy theorist, but like, like I, it was this year that I realized what a variant was. Oh yeah, variants of yeah. Mm-hmm. He ends up finding a variant of himself. Yeah. Like, oh okay. So they they essentially want to get rid of him so that like everything continues as normal and they're trying to like make everything it's i forget what the fucking tva i think they're called mm-hmm. yeah the time variant. time variant association GBA. yeah i think yep. literally that's what it's called and so they're trying to get rid of him because he ended up creating a different timeline but there's Shit. different versions of loki that are trying to get rid of them Shit. you know what i just thought about this uh, he so would love lo- this. has a little bit of inception thing because loki yeah. is pretty much like a it's like, like matrix yeah i know the tva he's, he's, he's gonna overthrow oh, the TVA. i know he's like the the Black sheep of the family. He's, he's the Richard Jewell of the uh, Marvel Universe. Yeah. I, well, I, I know just because, like, of, you know, your slight familiarity because you run into Norse mythology once mm-hmm. in a while, yeah. you know? I don't know too much God about it. God of War it, games? But, you know. No, it's, it's really... I, you would like it because it's not like... 
And, I, and that in itself, the fact that it's like has to deal with mythology, probably I would like that intro into the Marvel universe. And like I said, universe, it's kind of yeah. like the Matrix slash Marvel slash yeah. like Inception. Okay. And it's a TV show too, so that's even How better. How many episodes? It's only uh, like eight. Ten? Oh, eight? I, gotta I think watch it's even less. I'll watch it. I think it. it's literally only like eight. I'm going to watch it. Like it's shows like that in Hawkeye where yeah. you can like really hone in on characters and like flesh them out as people. They're fucking fantastic. All right, then. Maybe. I would put Loki up there with Squid Game. I would fucking agree with you, though. I think both those shows really took the cake this year. All, All right, right, then. Let me uh, throw this one out here. Let me throw it. this one out here. What's and, and let me give a potentially um, strong opinion, controversial opinion that y'all may agree with, disagree with. Cuties, you son of a no, bitch. I think, I think <laughs> the boys, the boys is what the best I- superhero television made in the last five years. I would superhero and, television. Um, the, yes, uh, the boys. If if nobody's watched it, I don't it's think a the show. boys is on twenty twenty one though, right? No, I think is season it, three season was. Three? No, was season three was. I, I don't know. Maybe you know what? I think in the beginning of the year because that's when they had that like congresswoman that was kind of uh, AOC parallel sort of. No, I don't think the boys was. Uh, I would agree and disagree with you, right? Like the boys feels good to anybody who doesn't like like uh that dc and marvel universe stuff because it's mm-hmm. and the comic is great like um i was able to read and finish the comic online like just i mean there's the boys just feels way more realistic than anything in and it's like that's universe. probably what would happen like yeah. if for those who don't know the boys is a superhero show on amazon prime that essentially these superheroes are corporate they're literally owned and yeah. sponsored yeah. by they were created by like Raytheon. Right. This is a real life yeah. version of what it would be the capital yeah. capitalistic a, side of yeah, here the in Russia. Neoliberal Russia's. Superman. And there's <laughs> there's one guy who's um the like essentially Homefront? the Superman Homelander. Homelander. Homelander mm-hmm. Who's go. like the Superman. And so he's like Dude, I loved him. Like as very, a villain. Yeah, he's fucking an incredible yeah. actor. Like yeah. I wouldn't say he's he, much of a villain. He's more of like a misunderstood. He's definitely a villain. But to whom? He's like an anti-hero. Right. I would say anti-hero. Yeah. Minimum. Not, maybe not a direct villain. But a like villain is that's why the, the, the That's why it's a good show. Because yeah. here we are talking about like, is this exactly. guy really a villain? Or that's my point. He's that, just the that show had like different interpretations. You could have liked different characters you like to fall in love with. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was a great show, especially because it, it just... I loved like the whole corrupting part of the PR, which would one hundred percent happen. Yeah, yeah. How they show that angle, how they show like the the corrupting part of like the defense industry, how they would totally try to create superhumans given the first shot. I don't want to spoil it. Never mind. No, <laughs> I won't spo- no, spoil it for people who haven't watched it. But I mean, it, it gets to a point where they're like they're confronting certain villain or certain superheroes for doing things in order to bypass the government. Yes. Which is like so so interesting. Of like, hmm. would they do that? Like, w- in order to get the best thing for themselves, would they, you know, because they're superheroes, they yeah. can just fly to another country and do something. Yeah, they don't, you know, but they can't do that because they they're need. Working for, they're working for a company. They have so the, bosses. Yeah. The company wants to look good in front of the media, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Well, we're not going to send you up there. We're not going to send you to this country, so you can just because you would literally demolish everything there." And we don't. You're technically an American soil citizen. We don't want to send you. Be over an there. act of war. Like specifically, and like the actual in, political in, in real the, repercussions. In, of it. in the show, they show once where like the Superman type character um, is, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get a terrorist in the Middle East, sort of thing. 
and then he lasers like 12 people in half while he tries yeah. to get the single terrorist. Just the one guy. And, yeah, very and, realistic. And they had captured that as a viral video. Mm. So, like, they're dealing with a PR nightmare of that. And, I know. You know. So there's just a lot of little incidents like that that are incredible. And yeah. It's, like when it's, I, it's a great show yeah. for that reason alone. You know, kind of. I, I agree with you there. And it's getting it's a spinoff. It's getting a. Uh, the girls. No, it's getting. Um, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting. Uh, Soldier Boy is another character from the comics, and so not Soldier Boy the artist. The the hero's his name is Soldier Boy. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. His name is Soldier Boy, and he's gonna get his own series. Um, and I think it's gonna be like. Was he even in the show? He's not in the show yet, but he's okay, going to be introduced. He's going to get his own thing, and they're going to do a spinoff. So, um, wow. Yeah, and uh, speaking of superhero shows on uh, Amazon Prime, uh, Invincible. Oh, yeah, that took off yeah, for the hot this year. Yeah, tell me about that one. Dude, I mean. I might like it. Tell me about it. I would say it is the best comic that I have read in probably in all time. Oh. Like, the comic is fantastic. Uh, it, it's kind of like, what if Superman but this? So... Invincible is like this young guy. He's literally like a combination of superhero, Spider-Man, like all these characters that you love. All the character tropes, the superhero tropes. Right. He's like a teenager in high school, but he's got powers, and how's he dealing with them? Mm -hmm. But, you know. And um, the thing that really is interesting is that his dad is the strongest hero. He's part of like this Justice League. And what happens is his dad was essentially like Superman, so he came into the world... He's like, no, like my people are just, you know, expanding and uh, and spreading our technology everywhere mm -hmm. uh, just because they're advanced or superior. And he ends up turning on the Justice League of the superhero universe. And siding with the superior beings? No, he just fights like random villains, right? So aliens come or some bullshit pops up and he like steps in. But one day when his son gets powers... Finally, when he's like a teenager, he's like a senior in junior high school, he ends up killing all the strongest superheroes. And his son is the only one strong enough to stand up to him. And he's like, why are you here? Why are you doing this? And it, then after that, and this is early on, man. Like, Ooh. this is not literally issue number four of the 173 comics that came out. So you find out, like, why is his dad here, really? And, you know, how does the son have powers? And where does the... I'm hooked. I'm, I, dude, the, the show does an amazing uh, an adaption, but, yeah. like... The comic is like if you. It's a good cast too. It's got uh, what J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Yeah. It's Who's got that? um. That's uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, J. Jonah Jameson. He was in Whiplash. He's the older guy. Oh yeah, it's stellar oh. performance. Good movie too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but it's got an amazing cast. It's got a bunch of big names. Um, highly recommend the show. Seth Rogen's in it. Oh, Seth yeah. Rogen is a producer on the show as well. Mm -hmm. And it's, like I said, great adaptation he, of the comics. He's a Democrat. You like him? Smoke <laughs> <a little> spot. <laughs> This is California. Doesn't care if his car gets robbed. Yeah, yeah I was about to say. Yeah. He's Canadian. Uh, he lives in California, in California now. Yeah. yeah. Um, besides that, let's go into uh, how about movies that we watch this year? Ooh. Because I think that is going to be a lot more of a debate for everybody in the room. You know, when I was looking back on this to, like, you know, chime in, I was like, what, what did I actually there watch There was a this ton year? of fucking movies that came out this year despite it being COVID. Oh, yeah. Thank God for streaming services. Yeah, I mean there HBO was HBO Max, baby. H HBO, so Max HBO Max came alone. in fat this year. Yeah, even though that most of the movies were just stankers. Most of the movies ended up stank, not making a lot of money. But like, The Eternals, Encanto, The Suicide Squad, Godzilla vs King Kong, 
Sing 2, Shang-Chi, Cruella, Spider-Man No Way Home, um, Dare I Say Mortal Kombat, Jungle Cruise, Fast 9, Venom 2, I forgot about Fast Ghostbusters, Nine. I mean like big, big name movies. The new James uh, Bond movie. The new no James Bond movie, Halloween Kills, which we uh, we oh, saw yeah. together. Those were all on HBO Max? No, no, these no, aren't HBO. This yeah. movies that came out this year. Yeah. Which is like insane to think because banker like after banker. the the movie theaters were barely opened. Yeah. Like you could go see the movies, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't all like yeah. guaranteed. Black Widow, Dune, uh, Free Guy, which ended up doing quite well. The tomorrow, oh yeah, the Ryan Reynolds one, right? The Ryan Reynolds one. Um, the Schneider Cut was on HBO Max. Uh, I mean, these are just like, dude, this is like the last top. duel, another good one. Yeah, Ridley Scott. Did I already say the Matrix? The Matrix, the Maybe new Matrix did. movie that just came out this month. Do you guys like the Matrix movies? I, I love seen the Matrix the new movies. One. Did you watch the new one? I have not yet because I've only, I heard I've only heard bad things. Yeah, they look pretty trash. The newest one or in general? Like one looks good. Have um, you ever seen it? Or no, I've, I'm sorry. What do you mean it one looks good? Was good. Uh, every like two. If you go re- back and watch two and three, I remember weren't that good. You gotta watch them back and to then back. Everything after two is just like. Yeah, Terrible. you could have missed three. Two three, was right. the, one was like good. this new one. I saw the trailer for it, and I'm like, oh, I ooh, this looks bad. Yeah. This looks terrible. It's very meta. Well, actually, I felt the opposite. I felt like the newest, the trailer looked good, but then I was like, kind of waiting, and then it like terrible. the reviews were like, oof, you may, like, bad. Maybe terrible. you can miss this one, and I'm like, it looks terrible. The fact that there was just nothing but explosions and shooting in the trailer makes makes like there well, that's was what like, the first one was. Mm-hmm. Like the trailer it, was all that. Well, I mean, if you watch the first, yeah, I, I go back and watch it. Supposedly, in the in the new movie, they they actually talk about that. It's like. Yeah, this movie isn't about be about a bunch of bullet time and all this stuff. Like, well, think about the dude. The Matrix that like paved the way for all that, like of like these hard hitting slow like bullet time was like made in. I mean, it's been. A what are you hun- talking about that the Matrix did what? Like for action sequences in movies, I like that. Bullet time. The Matrix did that. I guess, but what like do you mean you any, guess? Yeah. They were the first ones to do it. But do you think like, Bruce Willis was doing that in Die Hard? Or was he? I was gonna say that's not a very revolutionary like. Arnold Schwarzenegger was at the time. Yeah. Now it's like a cliche and yeah. like a trope, but like at the time, no one had ever seen anything like that. Well, that's because now you literally were creative. How is slow motion revolutionary? But not slow motion. Literally slow motion, and then you get all the angles around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. It's, oh, the fighting sequences with the that, with the Angel Smith and all that stuff. That was groundbreaking. The Dude, 360 camera. You, listen, you cannot be like you cannot like it, but you. It, I, it I is understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. All I'm saying is, I'm surprised that that was revolutionary in the early 2000s. I'm surprised that that was not done yeah. before. 100. Like, I mean, look at the first superhero movie. It was what X Men. Yeah. You guys like, realize that, that was we're a living big in a time pile of shit. <laughs> where Jeff Bezos can go to space, and you're telling me that rev- like yes, that, that shit yes. is revolutionary. <laughs> Like it just seems small potatoes, you know. Like yes, in comparison very now. Small potatoes. All right, if we're gonna be, you know, comparison back then, Jeff Bezos was in his garage at that point. Wait, not oh, he was. Not he, oh, he always he had was that. in Europe. He's, European. He's he comes from a wealthy family. This whole idea <laughs> well, that the Musk? fucking he came from a garage is an idea or is a lie. Um, yeah, all those guys. Uh, but movie wise, what was your? Let's all go around the room, starting with uh, Juan Barbosa. Juan animated, I, any I, movie, any movie that you okay, enjoyed. I'm gonna give two. Animated, I liked Encanto. Um, Ooh, maybe don't put that on. Uh, it's on. A, 
the hell was almost over. What the hell? But any, anyways, animated, I really enjoyed Encanto. The um, new Disney flick? Yeah, the new Disney movie. It was The really, one that takes our culture and exploits it for Disney millions? That's what Moana? all Disney films are. They literally just fucking folk tales. Cinderella and all those... We're movies. German and Austrian. Yeah, they're like... No, man. They took it too far. What about Coco? They Didn't Coco do that already? I love Coco. the actual moral like, reason that they would yeah. tell those stories. What did you feel about Coco? Did it make you cry at the end? Oh, dude. Coco was... Did it make you think of your You know that life? movie broke records in Mexico? Oh, <laughs> really? Of course it did. <laughs> of course it Dog, did. Finally, they made one for us. Por fin. Dude, not uh, only that, you would watch that and you would be like... You just feel like you're looking at grandma or Dude, some it shit, was, bro. It's about death, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. I've never seen it because I hear... Dude, like, I feel like crying thinking about it Yeah, now. exactly. That's why yeah. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. I cry I through a lot of Anyways, things. before you guys Dude, that spun movie me off, though. You up. Encanto, you Encanto. said it was really lovely, I loved right? Encanto. I thought the I trailer the looked good. I love the art style. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love the art style. Very bright, very beautiful. Like, you could look at it all day. Kind of like Coco, you know? Like, that Coco art style I was going to wait till it came on Disney+. Plus. Nice, vibrant and whatnot. It is on Disney+. Plus. Encanto? I thought it was... Uh, that's no. where I watched it. You're kidding me. Mm, yeah, no. What, did you pay 30 bucks for it? I, I didn't go to it. I that's I Everything I watch, I watch at home. I watched the trailer for it on before the Spider-Man movie. Encanto's... Uh, you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. Right now. I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, but yeah, a great movie. Highly recommend it. It has like the you know Disney feel-good, like beautiful art style, but also incredible music. Yeah. Like where there's like catchy tunes and you'll feel, like, feel yourself kind of like... Hell like yeah. kind of the earworm that mm-hmm. Disney does to you like a day or two after their movies, you know? That's true. After that, though, like less animated, a little bit more serious. I really enjoyed Don't, Don't Look Up. Which just oh. recently L- came literally out. Literally came out yeah. five days ago. I, I was going to say it came out this week. Yeah. And that's a uh, movie directed by Adam McKay. Yep. Who is best known for the Landlord sketch, which uh, was on Funny or Die, starring Will Ferrell. Oh, really? That is not what he's known for. He's known for some big-ass shit versus some, like, niche shit that this dude What are you talking about? That's where he got his start. Yeah. I did ask him not know that. Give us shit. Give us, like, what is he actually He was the director Talladega Nights. The Big Short. The Big Short. Yeah. He's done a bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But that was... I thought that was fucking crazy. You guys are, like, the, the last Hollywood movie. nerds a little bit. A little bit. Well, we just keep we pay attention to I the movie. I was trying to be nice. <laughs> we I was trying to be nice. But so that you guys... Yeah, you might you, have to come into a little bit You have to treat like, the listener like they don't know... So, like, yeah, he's done Talladega Nights. He's, he actually has a... He formed a partnership with Will Ferrell many years ago and has directed a bunch of stuff that Will Ferrell has been in. Kind of like uh, what Seth Rogen and uh, James Franco yeah, did like before the whole... Before the... Bad Franco. Yeah. Bad, bad Franco. We love, James. we love Dave. We don't like James. <laughs> Dude, what's the name of that? Just got uh, just this week. Uh, guilty. James Franco guilty. Yeah, for all the allegations. They got him. Good. I mean, it was How it was a dirty did dog. That, that stuff go on like, guilty, under dude. my nose, and I didn't even hear about it. James Franco. So he came. I out. I didn't even know he was already nah, charged. He came out, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, he's found guilty. He right, pleaded. Oh, not... he pleaded guilty. Yeah. Good. Good. Let's good. let's go back to the movies though. Let's yeah. Uh, anyways, don't look up. Who was the other name? The dude from Superbad who was in it. Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Dude, I love this Meryl, character. Oh, yeah. Um, not Meryl Streep. Dude, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I... Meryl Streep. Let's talk about Meryl the Street movie, though. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the movie. Let's... Like, I want to give everybody their fair... For all our listeners who are living under a rock. Uh, yeah, Don't Look Up is a fantastic movie. 
It has a giant cast, dude. Kid Cudi's in it. That's Ariana Grande's Grande. in it. Yeah. Leonardo, it was, dude, yeah, literally, Mr. Stars, Hollywood, dude. Leonardo, Jennifer DiCaprio. Lawrence. It is Meryl Streep, yes. Uh, Kate Blanchett, Jennifer the, Lawrence. The fact that they had Lawrence, DiCaprio, and Streep alone. Tyler Perry was in it. He was great. Timothy Chalamet oh, yeah, yeah, was in was. it. Ron Perlman was in it. Oh yeah, um, Hellboy. Yeah, he was also great in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Himesh Patel was in it. He's good. He was in Inception. He's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Melanie Linsky is in it and a couple other guys. Uh, Rob Morgan, who is um, the doctor, uh, Dr. Oglethorpe. Oh, yeah. He was so good, dude. dude. Uh, I don't know what Rob Morgan, uh, what else he's been in, but he was just so good. I love the Ron Perlman character. <laughs> he he's from a different time. From a different time. <laughs> they just kept, he's from a different time. Like, he they made some racist that. commentary. <laughs> I love the Indians, both the ones with the feather, and then what was the other? The one, one with the elephants and the, and the one with the elephants. Oh, there he you was, go. Why didn't they ever team up? Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> and you're like, he was making Ooh. some valid points. Though. <laughs> yeah, dude. Man, Jonah Hill's here. character though. Jonah Hill. He, oh, yeah. when he was giving that rally, you know, like. Oh, we're the cool rich guys. You know, yeah. you love us. They've been lying to us. We yeah. can see the meteor from here. Yeah, and, and then he gets hit by something. Ah, oh, you fucking rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for those who don't know what the movie's about, it is a movie about a world-ending asteroid is found mm-hmm. by these Michigan... Michigan State University. Yeah, uh, Michigan State. A teacher. Yeah. Astron- and, astronomers. And a PhD so, so. student. Yeah, a, the not teacher only, being Leonardo DiCaprio, the PhD student being Jennifer not Lawrence. A, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they, they found them as they were just looking up into the sky, you know, like trying to find or look into the sky, see, see what's out there. They found a comet that was going to hit the Earth. And there was. It took them a long time to uh, convince the female parallel of Trump, essentially. What? <laughs> you thought so? You thought that was, <laughs> was that obvious? It was that obvious? Female Trump, Don't Look Up, great movie. I, I would a lot take of par- her out on dinner. Has a lot of parallels to real life shit. And um, to whoever like didn't pick up on it, the movie was an allegory towards climate change. Yeah, I thought it was an it, allegory towards COVID. It's COVID and cli- it was essentially any... No, no the, the, the movie was written by David Sirota, an incredibly the Bernie uh, incredibly popular political writer who wrote a short story, fictional story, yeah. about climate change. It Didn't was an he, allegory for climate wasn't change. Wasn't he uh, Bernie Sanders' speechwriter or some shit? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was quite literally one of the best anti-corporate, like corporate watchdog, um, finance watchdog uh, people in Washington, D.C., like he's a very serious writer, yeah, and and he wrote that as a short story. It's yeah. an allegory for climate change. But the whole premise of the movie is there's a world-ending meteor headed mm-hmm. towards Earth, mm-hmm. and and nobody takes like the what scientific is it ninety community. days six month time span. So yeah, yeah. What no, is ninety days? No, no, no. Ninety days. That'd be one hundred and twenty days. Oh, okay. six months. So many hours. Mm-hmm. Like, they have it down to the second. Like, you know, obviously because... Because of the um, app, yeah. Yeah, because they're extremely intelligent scientists that they're playing. And they go to the NASA organization and um, as well as the head scientists. They go to the president and the president's like... Yeah, With plenty of time, yeah. right? Right away, within yeah. the six-month yeah. time, time span. Like, yeah. the moment they discover it, they get on it, and they start telling mm-hmm. people immediately. There was so many funny, like, political shit about this. Uh, like, how the president wouldn't take anything seriously, because, like, like, it's It's not, not their scientist. In, it's not in the right time. Like, yeah. I have an election coming up. They're like, up. it's, it's I, a I midterms. Like, voters. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Yeah. 
And there's this hilarious scene where they're like, well, nothing in science is 100%, but it's 99.7%. And like, so 70%, they're like, no, no. no. <laughs> there is for sure. And like Jennifer Lawrence's character is like, there is for sure a meteor that is going to hit the earth and it is for sure going to kill all of us if we don't try to misdirect it now. And so that's the whole movie without spoiling anything. It's on Netflix. Go check it out. Great movie. Definitely. It's phenomenal. Great movie. Um, it's got some controversy. I, I, I was looking into it because after that, I was like, wow, this is a stellar cast. Yeah. And like Juan was saying, it's like, oh, what the hell? This is, they're making fun of me because of COVID. Oh. Like, I didn't say anything like that. Well, no, 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 the, no the people online. Oh, like, people online. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was looking Because it's like an amalgamation of like yeah. global warming. It, it's making fun of like COVID, uh, a lot the of misinformation and American culture in general. Like uh, the the way that it portrayed that morning show, that was clearly like a ripoff or a parallel to Michael Strahan and Kelly Ripa's morning yeah. show. Mm-hmm. And how they try to keep everything pleasant, even though there are some hard subjects. Impending doom. Yeah, that they could actually grapple. <laughs> with yeah yeah that was a really wh- why did you th- say that it had some uh, well, uh, uh, another was... reason why people were like oh wow this is just a big corporate movie uh, filled by corporate money to push their agenda which is uh we're dumb i guess oh like i can't believe like oh yeah. you know and a lot of people are gave a big stank at the fact that uh what's his face Oh, Sorota. Sorota, yeah. Yeah, he's an incredibly serious writer. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, well, it's just that there's a nuance in that, right? Yeah. They don't understand. They're like, oh, like, there. This is a real thing per yeah. se. Yeah, Americans but, hate are like. But they just, they, they just hate the fact that it's so commercialized and like, oh, like they're feeding this to me, like, oh, like I have to trust a scientist now, like. Well, you showed up before, but I mean, if it takes a big Netflix movie to like... <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, there's been plenty of characters that aren't big Hollywood and aren't nerdy writers that have been talking about this. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. people all over the global south have been talking about this as their island homes have been flooding and shit for decades now. It's just... Oh, yeah. A big typhoon just wiped out doesn't pay places in India yeah. not too long ago. But what about this cute puppy? <laughs> what about this cute puppy that made the news? Um... Moving from that into another fantastic movie that came out this month, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. Two big movies right towards the end. Yeah, back to like back. Critically acclaimed. For real. Critically. Between the two, the, I mean, obviously, what one did didn't really... What did our poll really, say? What? What did our poll say for that one? Oh, that's an interesting question. Um, going back. We, um, for people who don't know, uh, we ran a different story and uh, a poll all over our socials where mm-hmm. we asked uh, the people, you know, you, random questions. The viewers. You. One of those questions happened to be the people. Spider-Man or versus don't look, up. don't look Up. Oh, Spider-Man won out 67% of 33%. There you go. How many votes? Uh, Two. Yeah, you can't three-throw in Spider-Man. <laughs> Are you serious? You can't get 67% out of two votes. <laughs> you can't three-throw in the Spider-Man, dog. Yeah, I mean, and the movie made a billion dollars, which is... A, not only the only movie this year to have made a billion dollars, but just like one of the few movies in history to have made a billion dollars. Um, without sp- the movie's been out for a couple of weeks now, but I mean, it's yeah, amazing. If you haven't seen it, you're doing yourself a dishonor. Yeah, exactly. So. The movie's fantastic. It's the trilogy cap off for Tom Holland Spider Man, and it's just really good, man. It's really heartwarming. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to like it as much My as I did. And it's got everything. It's got a good nostalgia feeling. So if you're a grown man, you're like, oh, what? 
Oh. Go, oh, what is this little kid movie? Disney gone too far. But nah, man, this movie is actually genuinely great. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, it's what Star Wars should have been. Like, yo, yeah. I gotta say though. Oh, here you I don't go. know. Here you go. I feel like I didn't love the the don't go. actor don't go there. that was casted as the the lead. You don't what, like Tom, uh, Holland? Tom Holland? No, he has such a boyish figure and frame. Yeah, yeah that's the point. That's Spider Man is supposed to be he's like a 25. teenager. You know, yes, he's I get that. I get I think that. He's a Pisces. You just don't like the, the dude fight. looks like he's fourteen. Yeah, he looks all, He looks very like, very young. Like Peter Parker, early two thousands had that boyish charm. But also looked like he hit puberty. No. Yeah, but Tom Holland does not look like he hit puberty. But the puberty. early 2000s Spider-Man was him in college. Like, Tobey Maguire was a grown yeah. man. <laughs> he was in his 30s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's my point. He had that boyish look. This is how He looked he like looked. a young adult. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he had the the boyish look. Tom Holland just looks like a boy. It looks very... He literally, as, as Peter Parker should be. He literally be, looks like he would be asking me to date my daughter and take her to prom. But that's... Yeah, like yeah. Phil said, that's the point. He's he's a high schooler. Is he really in high school? He, he the movie, the, the whole movie takes points and... Oh, I know, I know that the... Okay, yeah. Well, but guess. so do the first... All three movies take place mm-hmm. in high school. Yeah. I guess. You Even know the Tobey Maguire right. one, he's like right. a graduating right. yeah, senior. Exactly. Andrew I Garfield. take back everything mm-hmm. I say. You, you're right. He's in high school. Like, yeah, he's supposed to look like that. Out of the three Spider-Mans, I think they casted this one perfectly well. Cause I mean, if they're going to do that, then why are they booking Zendaya? Like, Zendaya also looks like she's in high school. Yeah. No, she does not. You're what? you're doing bad things in your mind. Too. You listen to too much Drake if you yeah, don't exactly. think that's yeah, exactly. He's a high school. Exactly. He took notes from the Certified Lover Boy album. <laughs> that is a lie. Uh, no, it's a good movie though. It's a fantastic movie, man. Still our cast, like we just mentioned, um, nostalgia pop for all the older people, younger yeah. people. What is who does Willem Dafoe play? The, he plays the Green Goblin. G- he reprises yeah, his character as the Green Goblin. No, dude, it's mm-hmm. genuinely fantastic. He stole the show. Tom Holland inside. genuinely fantastic. Defoe? Like, I hate to say that, but like, oh, Defoe is mm-hmm. the GOAT. Dude, uh, it's... I, on the way here, I was thinking about like interesting par- parallels. That I, fuck, what the hell? Parallels. Parallels. Parallel parking? Yeah, what's up, doggy? No, like, because uh, like, the last big superhero movie that like could have been like movie of the year that got this much praise was that Dark Knight. Yeah, standalone Dark Knight. You know, you could say the Avengers, uh, Infinity War, Endgame. You know, could get the same hype for that, same love. Yeah. But I mean, that's the uh, that's a big assembly. You know what I mean? That's like a yeah. big build up. It, it it's is a big tough climatic. to compare. The movie itself is just a climax of like years of like oh teasing, like damn, we're gonna they're gonna be fighting together soon. But yeah. while the Spider Man movie is just the end cap of a trilogy movie that like ends the story, and within those three movies, like, compared to the Batman movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dark Knight, you know, because even that guy criticized for being, you know, too overrated, which, you know, at a point, like, it is a Marvel movie, so I do see where, like, the, like, you know, you're big old independent and whatnot. I'm not. I just don't like the MCU. You don't like the Oh, see, that's They're, the point. The, like, the... It, it's a, they, it's a they good get, enough they story. They get old and they get cheesy. Like, oh, yeah, guy I, running around in his underwear. Oh. I feel like this movie, though, the Spider-Man has a high replay value, though. I can see Same that. Same with the yeah. Dark Knight. I can see that. Yeah. Both great. The movies. Dark Knight had a different feel from other like superhero movies. Mm-hmm. Like it had that like grungy sort of feel to it, you know. Mm. Like even the villains like had that like grungy like feel to them. Bane, Joker, great villains, both of them. But yeah. In the in the Christopher Nolan series, the trilogy, hell yeah. Yeah, that's most what I'm definitely. 
Like, yeah, it just had that different feel Yeah, to you it. can't really compare, like, No Way Home to any of the Dark Knight movies because, like, No Way Home is piggy- yeah. mm-hmm. piggybacking off the back of, like, I mean, literally oh, 18, yeah. 19 movies at this point. Whereas The Dark Knight is, like, just a genuine... Like, you can thing. watch The Dark Knight on its own, and, it, I mean, it holds up. Oh, so. yeah. Do you think that you have to, like, be into the MCU to watch the Spider-Man one and get it? I mean, you have ah. to understand what's going on. Yeah. You, you, you had to have watched a previous Spider-Man movie of any Spider-Man movie in general to yeah. understand no, what's I going mean, on. No, I mean, obviously, yeah. You don't have to, sequel. like... like for I you, feel, I, you know, it's a good point. Other than like, Spider-Man... Does Spider-Man make you do homework? No, like where not this one. Miss, like, not this points. one. No. Other than watching. What about the whole blip like, thing the and the post uh, Endgame? Because like technically speaking, if you didn't know what the hell a blip was, you're like, what the hell? Yeah, but with this one, five, you, I feel hell? like with this one, you just need context. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Doctor Strange is in it. Like he's takes a big part in it, but mm-hmm. you you know he's like a wizard. Right, he's like yeah. Harry Potter meets the MCU, so you don't really need like yeah, you get that point real quick. Right, it's yeah. like he's a fucking magician, right? Yeah. Like he yeah. can do this shit. He's Gandalf. Magic's yeah. real, right? <laughs> Move and on. You, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, That's really boom, easy. My yeah. magic, bitch. Okay, so like ra- wrapping up the, our our movie portion. Mm. No way home. Number okay. one. Okay. No way home. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, no way home is good. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to fight for movie of the year. God dang it! Ah, God. Because the whole, you know, the whole experience itself, story-wise, have you have you guys seen The Last Duel? No. Oh, we watched it together. And I rewatched oh. it after I fell What's asleep. What's up, Julie? The Last Duel? Yeah. The Last What's Duel. What's his name? The blonde dude. Oh, Ben Affleck. No, no, the other oh, guy. Oh, no, that movie? The dude it with was the mullet. The dude directed with the mullet. by Ridley Scott. Yeah, that movie. Great the movie. movie. To made, the movie that made $18 million and cost $200 million to make. Exactly. The movie that he blamed the millennials for. Yeah, he's like, these the millennials are watching. It was actually a pretty good movie. They wouldn't even know a good story if it hit them. Yeah, and it's like, maybe nobody gives a fuck about a night movie. But he's got a good point, though. It's a good story. It is a good movie. And nights are super fucking dope. Well, mm-hmm. they are. But but uh, but if he, if I had to compare Spider-Man to the last duel, fuck, Spider-Man's gonna take it. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, mm-hmm. and it's like, it again. Mm-hmm. This movie was on streaming, and it was like, hey, go check this out. But yeah, I'll go check it out. But I'm not going and watching. I mean, the screenplay was written by Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They contributed to it, so it's like. Well, I mean, it's a good, interesting movie. It, 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 yeah, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good movie because three it, different perspectives. Yeah, it's uh, it's very unique. Like, yeah, it is. It's it's unique. It it's presents about a, like a woman three, that gets raped and then her like husband's got to fight the attacker. I yeah. think, right? Yeah, the way that they yeah, present it, even the even the story is like yeah. crazy. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it is a good movie. Uh, Based no, on true events, I'll definitely. I'll definitely have to check it out. So that's so you're. I'm going, going Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man. But other than. Those movies, though, what's like Other one than movie Spider-Man? from 2021 that you would recommend? Did you watch Dune? I, I didn't watch I Dune. I watched Dune. I read the book in preparation for the fucking I movie. I want to watch Dune. It looks really You haven't cool. watched Dune yet? No, I want to. Visually speaking, I heard it's, it's been on amazing HBO for I a know, while now. I know. That's, I got to get around to it, yeah. I, I, I really want to watch it because um, I was I ran into like shit about how the the dude's been a write, like been writing these incredible short stories for a while and Frank Herbert or yeah, the guy who wrote the Dune universe or whatever Yeah, Frank Herbert. Yeah. Mm. yeah. How he's a sci-fi Frank writer Herbert. and like, super well respected and shit. So The thing about Dune that you you have to understand is that like all the sci-fi stuff that has come from it like 
like Star Wars, Star Trek, like anything that is remotely sci-fi is influenced by Dune. With like hands yeah. down. Like yeah, it's the, one of the, the the founding fathers of the sci-fi genre. Literally. So like yeah. if you like any, I was gonna say, wasn't the writer I did this come too, out in the forties? Or it came Dune? out a long time ago. The, the book. 70s, I don't know if the writer was born in the forties or an old ass movie too. Yeah, there's a nineteen eighties movie. Yeah. Dune book. But uh, you guys know this I Dune do. is also an allegory for climate change? I thought it was an allegory for the Spice Menage. No, I, Dune is also an allegory for climate change. I don't know if you guys picked up on that. Um, I'm pretty I, tone deaf when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, me too. I, I try just to take it at face value. Uh, the book came out in 1965. Oh, the height of the positive sex movement. Yeah, the, the, the height movement. of the hippies. And it was all about this like war. and I, I mean, obviously, I recommend the book. Go check out the book if you want to spend 36 hours of your life reading. A Dune? Um, I actually listened to it on Audible, and I highly recommend it. Worth the, the credit. Um, but yeah, man, Dune was a good movie. They were really um, accurate to the source material. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the book, like I said, the book, well, the first book alone is 36 hours. Dude. It's like it's that a is, big book. That is a... I mean, dude, that's a burn. Is it is it a slow like listen or slow read? Very descriptive. There's a, a lot of chapters within the first third of it that are very like descriptive. War backstory and well, I mean that's that's what it's gonna have to be with like if the influence of Star Wars and Star Trek. A lot yeah, of, they're building it. You know, immerse yourself the, into the galaxy or but, to the world. Like, I mean, whoa. it's yeah, it, it's been the whoa. movie did a really good job and the cast is like massive. I mean, they got Oscar Isaac. Oh yeah, they got Jason Momoa. They got the Spider Man girl, the- Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya's in it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I mean the the movie was good, but it does not deserve to be talked about as one of the best movies of twenty twenty one. No, you didn't. Not even that close. Much. Not even close. I mean, I've been Why visually it was spe- it was nice, p- pleasing visually speaking. Why yeah, do you say a bunch that? Bunch of aliens and shit, right? Just because it wasn't the universe where it looks like it presented all those oranges. Like hues of orange, just kind of look yeah, like the to look well, at, you know? right. That's the the planet of um, yeah. Arrakis, but overall, it's like there's so much more to. Where this. did it fall short for you? Like, what's going on? I mean, you can't make a 36 hour long movie. Yeah, but like that's the you thing. can't and even judge if you, it like that though. Even you if you judge make it from like no, this I know, but even if because slate try because you know? the movies opens up with Dune Part One, so you already know you're not gonna get a good ending. And mm-hmm. when you're taking a movie, you're taking it from beginning to end. The movie felt like, oh, that was a really good movie, but I want more. Yeah. You know, like if obviously it's incomplete because it's a part one. Yeah. So not to say that that takes away from it, but it definitely feels like, oh, like I guess all that stuff that they're alluding to is gonna come in the next movie. And who knows? Maybe we'll be sitting here in twenty twenty four. I think yeah, I think they confirmed they're gonna make well, another one. Yeah, especially when they're starting off the movie as I mean HBO, oh. just scrapped thirty million on a Game of Thrones prequel pilot. They scrapped it. They spent thirty million dollars, yeah, American dollars, despite inflation. <laughs> thirty million dollars in Biden's economy <laughs> <laughs> on a Game of Thrones pilot, and they're like, "Nah, it wasn't. This worth isn't it. it. Yeah, damn, that's insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, Wheel of Time just came out with a banger show uh, on Amazon. I mean, Amazon I mean, there's just came four production them. companies: HBO, Netflix, and it's Disney. all fantasy based. Yeah. yeah. Like, but still, isn't man, that insane when Hollywood is the dude, pie and Hollywood is broken 30 up? Thirty million though. That just mean, such few players. That's more than some movies. That's more than the last duel made. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's almost double. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, they, and they scrapped that on. Someone really Scott is just thinking <laughs> yeah. about how much money 
So uh, wasted overall, man, it's just episode. Um, yeah, it's all right though. You know uh, what movie that's not from 2021 that I watched this year that it, I mean, did I say movie? I meant to say, say show. Movie. Might as well be a movie. Yeah, let's uh let's let's wrap up this segment with the things that we discovered this year and then Hell move yeah. into 2022. That's what that's what I'm talking about, baby. What what were things that you discovered? The Sopranos. I've been falling asleep on that. Gabagoo? Maron? Come on, dog. You just discovered Like, just because you hadn't watched it before or just because you didn't have the opportunity to? Just because... Uh, I mean, I had HBO before, but just... After, you know, I, I finished Kirby Your Enthusiasm and a bunch of other Kirby, shows. Kirby Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, Kirby Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. By Larry Davidson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very Kirby. good. Yeah, with Kirby. Yeah. Kirby Jesus. from the Nintendo Universe. Jeez. Yeah, but you haven't watched... Other I other stellars. That, that version. <laughs> what are you talking about? Talking about Kirby, 3D yarn world. Underrated um, game. Underrated game. Still, you know what's an underrated game too? The Sopranos PS2 game. <laughs> Any music you may have ran into this year that you haven't checked out? Yeah, the shows, movies, shows, music. movies, all of it. Give us a run now. Ooh. Let's all go quick. Uh for music wise, I guess uh, you guys heard of the Garden. No, the Garden. Definitely look into them. They're pretty nice. Uh my music selection's been pretty much. All over the place, either from like classical, like Godfather Italian, yeah, or Bossa Nova Brazilian Nights, you know, or uh, you know, Dragula, good old Rob Zombie, yeah, but uh, Fair enough. yeah, no, and, what and about a show from, movie that you watched this year that came out from different years? Definitely the, the Sopranos, yeah, what about a movie? The Sopranos, oh, uh, movie, you ever watch? <laughs> I guess the most memorable movie I can think of is uh, this weird or uh, Japanese movie. Best way to describe it, uh, it's Ichi the Killer. If you have Shutter on Amazon Prime, you can watch it. But it's a pretty messed up movie, so I, I wouldn't say it's the best movie I've seen, but it's definitely memorable. Of like, I would never watch that again. Okay, Juan, what about a uh, music show and movie that you discovered this year? Music that I finally came around to listening to that I hadn't listened to in the past. Um, I low key at the end of the year started listening heavy to Bob Marley, mm. like and Bob Marley had never been anything to me but like low key like stoner music. Yeah, and um, I just yeah I you're like fuck it let's check this yeah, out. Yeah, um, a very like yeah I just had a a strong recommendation from somebody that told me I was underrating it and I wasn't giving it the respect it deserved. So I, like, I, right, and I you- needed to like reexamine that view and I did. And I ran into the songs Natural Mystic, I Shot the Sheriff, like a few mm. like that. Natural Mystic is a good one, too. Dude, Nat, for anybody who hasn't heard it and wants an introduction into Bob Marley, start with Natural Mystic. Mm. It is so, like, awesome. I'm so surprised it's, you haven't listened to Bob Marley. I know. As a fellow stoner yourself. <laughs> I that's. Hey, man, no why women, Why do no you cry? think I'm saying this right now? Why do you think I'm saying this right now? Um, but yeah, him... Um, as far as like shows or movies, I'm I I'm gonna be honest. I'm not the biggest absorber of, of shows and movies, so I'm not a good judge. Mm. Um, I'll I tell you, you about you. one movie that we haven't talked about today, but that has a beautiful art style and presentation style, which is Judas and the Black Messiah. Yes. Um, I know you know like that's such an expected plug for me, um, but. <laughs> But um, the movie really is fucking beautiful. Uh, it has like a very classic Hollywood feel to it. Just it has like panoramic views, yeah. classic cars. Um, you know, you're dealing with like the Black Panthers of Chicago. Um, I'm from Chicago. I'm gonna plug it. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a great movie. Like even if you're just like a, a cinema nerd, like from that angle, it, it has just 
it's very beautifully shot, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the dude who's the protagonist uh, was... Lakeith and the two guys from Get Out. So like yeah, and he was also in the Black Panther universe or the yeah Black Panther universe. Right? Yeah, only the the other main guy was. Yeah. Yep. 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 On um, that movie, um, and as like my last plug, I'll uh, give a few books that I heard and listened to this year. Ooh. Um, on Audible, who that were phenomenal. Um, that came out this year as well. Michael Michael Pollan's Your Mind on Plants highly recommended to anybody. Oh, he's a good. He's a highly recommended. Highly Pollen? recommended. He's like thirty times New York Times bestseller. He has um, all these four books that, or two or three books that have come out before this as well, um, that have all been bestseller after bestseller after bestseller. And what um, he did with this book was though, um, it, he narrowed his interest into three. Um, substances and plants that humans have been experimenting with for thousands of years and he ended up on caffeine opioids and uh, psychedelics and and he just did the like classics a, yeah he just did um a very general breakdown of essentially like the last thousand to two thousand years of human history with with those three substances another one that i'm gonna like play off of the same subject is um, Brian Murarescu's uh, the the secret religion or the ancient key to the secret religion? His huh. only book. He's a huge uh, Rogan head. He was on there as well. And essentially, what this talks about is um, the history of like the original pa paleo Christian like groups that founded and created the religion. Yeah, and how they kind of wiped away the psilocybin and psychedelic references um, that were made all throughout the Christian religion in, in the first thousand years that yeah. it existed. Um, and how they, like the Protestant version, like European, Puritan, like, oh, your body is all you need, like sort of like feel became dominant and like how that became the dominant view because Christianity came from a much more diverse like point of view, like, uh, it had a lot of different people that practiced Christianity in a lot of different ways. And one of those ways happened to be the ancient Greeks who would put in like random psychedelics and shit like that into their wine. So that's kind of the, the angle that I think you would enjoy it from, Luis, actually. Because yeah. uh, he just goes into like the ancient pharmacopoeia about like... Yeah, and this dude's a lawyer, by the way. This dude's a lawyer who has a PhD in Sanskrit and Latin, and uh, he, he. What's the book called again? That's pretty good. Yeah, the um the ancient the secret religion or the ancient key. I'm the, hooked. Look look up Brian Murarescu. That's that's that author. He it, it's an incredible book. Cause, I mean, it just kind of like mm -hmm. makes you realize that some of the Puritan shit that like you've been taught about church isn't the only thing or isn't the only angle that that has been practiced from, you know, mm -hmm. like just kind of opens your mind to that angle, you know? Damn, that's crazy. This is a, this the immortal key, upon the secret history of the religion with no name. Thank you. Could you read that again? Luis? Name. Uh, this is the, oh, the immorality key. I'll put it on my, I got some uh, audible credits that I need to use. So hmm. I'll check highly it out. recommend it. Yeah, I got nine. It's a tome, though. It's a tome. I know. <laughs> Yo, it's a tome. This is like 400, 500 pages, so it's heavy. 
So like, I would even recommend people start off with like he's on a sh- and like he's done the podcast universe like yeah. five times over. He's probably done podcast. Uh, yeah, Rogan a bunch. Of- yeah, he's he, um. So I highly recommend you start with that before you commit to buying yeah. the Audible book because it is a tome. Like it's it's a lot of pages. But you've done Dune, I've so done you've been a bunch you're of fine. Oh, yeah. Boring books. You're yeah. fine. So you gotta. You gotta I'm just saying that for like the people out yeah, there. Yeah, who are know? like want a nice little read. Yeah. Mm. Uh, cool. So uh, for me, the things that. Hey, what about you, Papa? Specifically, like, shows that I started watching was, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I finally started giving that. Um, I love that wh- show. What do you think? Oh, it's, it's so up to the funny. It's so great. Right? It is so funny. It's Hell so yeah. great. And it's, like, funny in, like, subtle ways. Like, that's a kind of... Sometimes, like, I do, like, shit that's, like, uh, like some witty stuff, you know? Yeah. yeah. And this is, like, not... Not so much in your face. You're like, right. Oh. And this is, like, <laughs> humor that's just, like... It's on the nose. Yeah. You know, like, there's that famous scene of, like, the, the soldier who's back from war. And he's, like, making the rounds. And people are like, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. I haven't seen this. And then this it gets to Larry already. David. Like, literally, like, great. four people already said, thank you for your service. And it gets to Larry David. And, what, you uh, want me to buy you a Coke? No, and he goes, hey, man, how you doing? Like, <laughs> and he just shakes his hand. And the guy looks at him all weird. And he storms off. And he's like, I think I'm going to go. And his his wife is like, how come you didn't say thank you for your service? Like, well, what am I supposed to like? Already five people thanked them. Like, what am I supposed to thank him to? Like, that's kind of like it's just little things. It's like a little that. too much. Don't you yeah. Think? <laughs> uh, he's like, well, you know, what did he win a medal of honor? <laughs> yeah. But stuff like that. That's just like that's just little jokes that are just mm-hmm. hilarious in it. Um, so I finally started watching that. Um, I also started watching a lot more anime again this year oh i feel nice. like every now and then i'll just nice like, research into just refall into it i'll just like won't watch any of it and then again i'm like oh uh, like Splurge. dragon ball super i watched all of that this year Ooh, with my girlfriend we watched every single episode together and it's like 173 so it's i mean it was a lot mm-hmm. um that was amazing demon slayer i watched oh um, yeah that's the hottest thing yeah this, demon slayer is really popular right now i think you know i think i know juan Legend really isn't into anime, but there's certain it's ones that... It's not that, that I'm not into. It's just so many of them are so long. A know? lot of them are... Yeah. Well, that's like the yeah. older ones, right? But yeah. like the new ones are like... Like Attack on Titan is fucking fantastic. And and it's about government corruption. It's about so government corruption it. and Nazis and, you know, neo-capitalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would enjoy oh, Attack on Titan. All right, all right. You sold me. And the you new, honestly did sell The me. new season is coming up and it's... How, how long is the season? I think there's four. There's four seasons already. The new season is gonna come out. How in long January. is she season though? Like it's only, uh, the 10, first, yeah, 12. the first well, one. Then shit then. The first yeah. one's like 26 episodes, and after that, it's like 10, and then like 13. I mean, it's ah, like, okay, all right. They took they they did like a big like two year break in order for the um, to give room for the actual manga to like okay, to catch up sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, yeah, instead of the like, manga's finished, right? The manga's finished. Yeah. Um, so instead of like Game of Thrones where they just like fuck you we'll do it without the books <laughs> like they legit took like a two year break and like we're not gonna make any more anime they probably um, learned from the mistakes of Game of Thrones I think it was like around season the same eight time was... yeah not not so good season 8 of Game of Thrones but uh and then a movie that I watched this oh artist that I listened to um I'm trying to think of music that maybe a new discovery your discovery like something you went back I'm, to i'm so in my ways when it comes to music hey it's like, you like something? What all, would that be, man? all edm and all EDM? Rap. oh you know what i did listen to a lot more hip-hop this year compared yeah. to like a lot years like 
Kanye West, like my early stuff. I went back and listened to a you, bunch of it. You went back and listened to old Kanye? Old Kanye, old Cudi. Dude. In Ooh. preparation for Man on the Moon Part 3, uh-huh. I listened to every Kid Cudi album in order. You son of a bitch. That was so, he was okay. like such a big influence. In so like you, 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 pr- you pretty pumped pretty pumped when you saw him in the I don't look up movie then oh yeah i mean and he also just had a documentary released on amazon prime called a man named scott which is fantastic damn Fan- i mean if you like kid cuddy in any sense you should watch that documentary damn, i'm gonna have to watch man that. named scott. dude i literally listened to a kid named cuddy man on the moon part one man on the moon part two indicud wzrd uh speeding bullets of heaven kid see ghost and then finally damn man i, forgot, I forgot about kid see ghost Kid Sea Ghost was great too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was cool. what? and like uh, Kid Sea Ghost was the Kanye collaboration yeah. in 2018, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, bam, go. Favorite Kanye album? Favorite Kanye you. album? Kanye start album? with Luis. Oh, you know what? I, I wasn't finished Maybe one or two. earlier talking about Yeezus. Rick Rubin, who's worked on Beastie Boys, Metallica, he helped produce that entire album. So Yeezus, mm. without a doubt. Why? Like, which songs? Which songs? Blood in the Leaves. Come uh, on, man. Blood on the Leaves is great. Um, Hold My Liquor. Ooh. And like the first ten seconds is uh, Chief Keef. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't bitches handle love my Sosa. liquor, and these bitches they can't handle me. I mean, come on, Chief Keef. All right, all right. Love Sosa, baby Chicago. What about you? Kanye West in general. Yeah, album? just like any. What was like either the most influential or what album do you? You find know what my first back first uh, album I bought with my own money. Was the Kanye West "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" That's album? Great, that was a great album. And I was the, the ripe age of fourteen. That was a yeah. great album. Bought a bought the disc and I bought it on my iPhone. Oh shit! Yeah. Damn, Damn. Yeah. double purchase. <laughs> the iPhone copy came no with wonder a that fucking double dip that shit. <laughs> the iPhone copy when uh, had a, extra songs on it, so like damn, the deluxe version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, beautiful. What about uh, Barbosa? Bring it back. All right. Um, and then this we'll... year, this year I found myself like also like you guys. No re- favorite Kanye album. Oh, that's I'm getting there. Oh, you get you get into the Kanye. I, I'm I'm getting there. Yeah, this year I found myself Ooh. getting like going back and really visiting Kanye like the earliest when he started like influencing me. Really and listening to that would have been eight oh eight heartbreak. Eight oh eight heartbreak. Yeah. Damn. So um and. And I realized that because is I that just... Is that the Stronger? Is that what Stronger is? Yeah. Yes, right? that yeah, is. Yeah, right? Dude, but that's song. Heartless. Woman's, yeah, Woman's yes, so Heartless. Heartless, um, Stronger, Homecoming. Champion, uh, Homecoming, Homecoming is on there. That's, that's my point. One. Like, the song or the album is so easy to just hit play yeah. and not skip a single one. A yeah. single it's one. It's rare you get albums. A put on one, for dude. my city, put on. Wait, isn't he on that no. song? No, I don't no, think that's, that's. I think that's it. DJ Dark, Khaled, no. No, that's that's no. Uh, Young Jeezy. That's yeah, it's Young Jeezy and Kanye West, but I think that's on My Dark, no. No, 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 no. that's, that's not like a single. That's not on any of those. Put on for my. No, that's. No, my favorite songs on that album West though were I Wonder and Champion. And, uh, Wonder. Champion's a good one. Uh, dude, that oh, Champion and I Wonder. Flashing lights. I think that's on Homecoming. The yeah, flashing, flashing lights. lights is on there. That's I mean, my that's point. Lights, lights. Oh, you know what? Speaking of Kanye West, I just watched. There's his, so many uh, classics on that one. Mm. Can't tell me nothing. That's what it is. Boom. Wait, what's Can't flashing tell me nothing? lights? Can't tell me nothing. Oh, all of them. I thought, I thought, both I, of them I thought right you're there. saying the uh, the movie was Kanye West. Oh, he has a um, concert on Amazon Prime that no, you should sure. listen to. It's amazing. Is it the Larry Hoover one? Yeah, the Larry Hoover one. It's a Wait, what's it called? The Wait, what'd you say? Or the no, concert? No, what, 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 what the, you said. It's the Larry Hoover Benefit Concert. The yeah. Le- who's Larry Hoover? I don't know. 
to be honest. I don't know. Oh, okay. I thought. Oh, I was let's not get into it. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was missing because we're running a little bit long. Uh, let's talk about our New Year's resolutions going into next year. Wow. I'll start. 2022. I want to be a um, nicer person next year. Nicer I want to. Yeah. I know. I talked. I think we talked about it at Geneva Inn, but um, I mentioned how I want to just leave the bullshit behind. And, like, not let things get to me as much anymore. And I feel like I've been doing better, but yeah. just, like, in general. Um, specifically, like, letting other people control how I feel in terms of, like, Hell if yeah. someone, like, wrongs me, like, letting it just go instead of being, like, fuck that person. You want to be in the driver's seat and be your emotions. Right, exactly. Because, yeah. like, when someone – and I I heard this, like, this year, actually, but I've been trying to implement it more and more of, like, when someone controls how you feel – like if someone wrongs you or says something about you that upsets you, that person isn't your enemy. That person is your master because you're like giving up your emotions for that person. That's like some 48 Laws of Power stuff right there. For real though. <laughs> Too my long boy ago. Robert Greene. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's that's my New Year's resolution. Uh, oh, yeah. No, honestly, to piggyback off what you were saying, yeah. Yeah. That, that's go honestly off, such a good you, mental you uh, thing that everyone should have. Not to let the outside thing affect your personal yeah. relationship with yourself and the people around you, you know? Yeah, 100%. not let them control your narrative, control your mindset. Who gives a shit if this person thinks I'm a piece yeah. of shit for littering a bunch of my old one-week McDonald's off the car, right? right? Who gives yeah, a shit? Yeah, exactly. Fuck that person. Yeah. I'm going to be why are they making a big? Me? Why are they making a big deal? Yeah. Dude, he's literally talking about me. So <laughs> do that shit while I'm in the, I'm in the car. <laughs> If he throw shit out the window. What the uh, that fuck? I'm not okay with. <laughs> that I'm definitely not okay with. Yeah, I mean, come on. Hey, I'm, I'm living my best life. Exactly. Yo, exactly. Though, right? You need you need foot space, mm-hmm. and you got a cup that that's on there. That fucking bag was getting in my way. <laughs> One of my big goals, though, for this year is to definitely get into more meditation. Towards the end and half of this year, I got into meditation, reading more uh, philosophical stuff like yeah. Joseph Campbell or Dr. Carl Jung. Yeah. Jungen. Uh, just be more mindful, more uh, inter- intertwined with myself and knowing my limits, per se. 100%. And my actions and my words affect other people, Yeah, per se. Fair enough. This isn't so much a, how do you say, New Year's resolution, but it's more like a reflection on the last year. Oh. Um, I didn't really take ADD or ADHD seriously until this year. Like, at all. At all. Like, I was that guy who was like... Nah, bro. Just it's all in your fuck head. Up. You just have to like, you just have to try harder. You just have to do that, this or that. That's so interesting. And and as I've been more immersed in that universe and like niche of information, mental health. Yeah, mm-hmm. specifically ADD and ADHD. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind, it feels like I'm reading a diary so many times. Like, I will read this magazine specifically called Attitude Magazine with a capital ADD mm-hmm. um, and it, most of the time I feel like I'm reading a me- like a diary that I could have like typed out myself like about yeah. my own personal life or experiences and I'm like so angry at myself for not having, for not having accepted like, it sooner yeah like mm. I'm so like upset with myself for not like coming to the sooner you know what's not coming though? to that like acceptance you know yeah. like and yeah I would say like acceptance you know like know your strengths know your weaknesses like accept them like some like obviously change them if you can but you also have to like 
be truthful to yourself. And like, yeah, you got to be, be honest. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to be honest and, and know where those things lie. There's so, people almost twice our age that don't even, like, this would be dude, what? trust me. I, re- I read about that all the time. <sighs> like, on that magazine, I'll read about, like, the people who were diagnosed at, like, 55, 65, like, shit like that. And, it's, like... It's pretty funny. Yeah. Like, I mean... To be 50 been, years old and like, living like this. Yeah. I'm depressed. I... Because I'm depressed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Sopranos. Yeah. No, that's, that's true. And that's a really good... I mean, we always try to talk about mental health on this, uh, on this show and, mm-hmm. you know, be big proponents of it. But, yeah, no, I, 100%. Definitely. Everybody knows if something's wrong. And if you don't, then you go to the fucking psychiatrist. You go to a therapist. And they're like, no, nah, man, like, you don't have anything you're diagnosed with. But at least you know. Yeah. At least you wouldn't gotta, you rather know? An honestly good assessment. Yeah, instead of just being like, oh, no. Assessment? Yeah, you said it right. Okay. So with that you. being said, uh, we wish everybody a happy <laughs> and safe uh, New Year's party. Enjoy uh, some champagne, people. This Ooh. will be coming out on Sunday. Enjoy champagne. Definitely enjoy the, uh, what was this again? Champagne Buena Vista. A Buena Vista. That means good sight. <laughs> in Spanish. <laughs> Otherwise, everybody have a great 2022, and this will only be getting bigger. So thank you, everybody, for coming along, and we will see you soon. Goodbye. Cheers, everybody. Pura Yahoo. vida. Pura vida. <laughs>